You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Trash Pandas. I'm Lindsay, and this is my fabulous co-host, Lauren. And we are here to talk about all that's trashy and trending. Uh, So this week, I've been watching been trying to finish uh the marvelous miss Maisel, which it's so good you can stream live or stream live <laughs> that'd be amazing <laughs> if that was the case but no you can stream on um amazon prime it is so good i cannot recommend the show enough um it's it's one emmys it's fantastic um it's about a woman in the late 50s early 60s who um, her husband ends up leaving her for a secretary and she becomes uh, completely by accident becomes a stand-up comedian. And it's so wonderfully acted. Uh, If you love 1950s and 60s fashion, the best clothing ever you will ever see I love all the pastels and stuff oh I my gosh I that. love the hats and the gloves mm-hmm. and, and the, the even just like the hat boxes and the really house beautiful. like she wears like around the house like beautiful pajamas and high heels and that's that's just I like how that. she oh my gosh it's so good and you get um deeply entrenched with her family relationships with her mom and her dad who are awesome um, it's set in New York City. Um, and then she has this manager who, what is her name? The actress's name, who's her manager? She played Miss Swan on Mad TV. Oh, I don't even know her actual name. I just know I can do Miss Swan really well. <laughs> that's, that's I don't remember her name. That's another story. I can Google that. <laughs> um, but anyways, her manager and her have this hilarious relationship. And um yeah, it's just, it's wonderful. It's great writing, um, great music, sets, fashion's incredible. I cannot recommend it enough. It's so, so, so good. At first I was kind of turned off from it only because she talks so quickly and the dialogue is so fast. It's not one of those shows where you can just scroll on Facebook and like kind of half pay attention to it kind of reminds me of you have to pay attention it reminds me of the way that they talk in Gilmore Girls like where it's like very like fast of dialogue fast and back and forth very quickly yeah um but it's so good because you end up finding out like that turned me off to begin with but then you end up realizing what a pivotal part that is to her character because Mm -hmm. she's kind of always inserting foot in mouth and and that's how she ends up on stage and that's how she that's how all of her her comedy routines end up going is just like word vomit you know she's just talking and saying whatever comes off the top of her head and it's it's so good and so refreshing and there's like this little like I would say like feminist vibe to it about like a woman going out and making your own money and what a woman was expected to do at the time versus what she's trying to do. So, um, love it. I'm in the middle of the third season. Hope they make more. We'll see if coronavirus 
messes everything up. I'm like worried about that, whether or not like coronavirus is going to be something that's going to screw with my TV. It is for sure going to screw with Uh, our TV. I don't like it. How is 90 day going to exist? Yeah, it's all on the the way that they do for 90 day quarantine. Weren't we saying, (laughs) I refuse to watch more Zoom meetings of 90 day. (laughs) I don't want to watch Zoom meetings. I'm glad you guys are tuning in with us to watch us. Yeah, Zoom watch podcast. this meeting, <laughs> but don't watch 90 Day Fiance Zoom meeting. No, because I want all the, you know, I want the setting. I like seeing them in whatever country they're in. And that's just not going to happen for a while. Yeah. They're not going to be able to go anywhere. They're not going to be. But the fights that will ensue between couples might be worth it. Only, hopefully, though, that like a production crew is allowed oh, yeah. in and Hopefully. it's not just them on video cam recording their own fights. Cause Oh my God, I can't. I know. And I always like wonder how real they are and stuff because they have like the opportunity to turn off the camera and turn it on whenever they want. So, right. Right. Um, anything else? Oh, I'll be gone in the dark. There's new episodes. Lindsay made me watch it after the podcast. We ended up watching it and it is so good. She was right. Take her up on that. Definitely watch it yourself. HBO, I'll be gone in the dark. Um, it's a six part series. At first I thought it was just three, but no, it's six parts. So they're still airing every week. This week was the fourth episode. So two more coming out every Sunday night. It is so, so good. Um, I I cannot wait to watch. I haven't watched the fourth episode yet because I was waiting for Lauren so we could do it together. So um, I'm super excited to watch what happened, but y'all should watch it because we're definitely going to do a podcast. On yeah, that definitely. For sure. It's so good. It's so good. Watch it. Um, So 90 day happily ever after. All right. Who are we starting with? Okay. Um, let's do Azvelo and Kalani. Okay. I think that Kalani's dad is the shit. I love him. I love like how aggressive he gets with, with Azuelu. It's hilarious to me. (laughs) It's good TV. It's good TV. It's very funny. So they like go to take a dog out and walk and um, Azuelu's like, think I'm in trouble because he never wants to go walk the dog with me in a park. And I was like, boy, you should be scared. I would not be going out in the middle of nowhere (laughs) with this man. Like I would be like, Oh, he's going to come back alone. And that's, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) where is he? No one knows. But I think that Asuelo did a good job at trying to explain kind of his point of view by saying the things that I say don't necessarily translate because yeah. I don't know English they very don't come well. Out well. And, and so Kalani's dad is also Samoan. So he was kind of empathetic to that, it felt like. Like, he's like, I understand the culture and you're lucky. I understand the culture. Um, I understand in the South Pacific, women are supposed to be more like subservient. They are supposed to stay at home, but that's not how I raised my girls. Right. So he's lucky that he does have a father-in-law that can kind of empathize a little bit, at least with the language and the cultural expectations. Um so, but he was also, 
Lowe also said, you know, this is like a little bit too late. You know, your, your apology is coming days after the fact you should have tried to say this at the part, you know, like, yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, he said it was basically a day late, a dollar short yeah, every time. And he's done this so many times now he's like, I'm getting sick of, you know, extending, you know, for him to be able to continue acting mm-hmm, that way. Mm-hmm. And I totally get that. My dad wouldn't let a dude cuss at me and stuff in front of him. There's no way. No, no way. No, you know, I, so, but I like her dad and there's something weird Love. about Oswaylu. Yeah. I don't like him very much. There's something, I just don't know what it is. And I don't know if it's just the language barrier or if there's something more going on. Yeah. Um, but there's just something that I'm, I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, it could be like, he's depressed. He's here. He doesn't feel like anybody has his back. But I don't, I don't know. There's something. I, their marriage clearly is like not working out. No, so it doesn't seem like I don't it think that's going to last very much longer. I mean, just we'll, my own opinion. We'll see because the, the family is then extremely patient with him. Yeah. But Way I think they're running patient. out of patience. So. Yeah. It sounds like it. Uh, Andre and Libby. I think Andre's a douche. <laughs> yeah. Thank massive. So they go and look at uh, wedding venues. And the first place he takes her is like in a strip mall. It's a casino at night or something like that. And they go it's tacky. in. That's all I, I knew about it. Was it was tacky. And then they go in and they don't have any of the food for them to sample. So just they're pictures. just looking at, look pictures, at pictures of, of the food. food for the wedding. And um, they end up getting in a huge argument about it because Libby's very concerned about her family. She's like, well, you know, what if my, what if my family doesn't like it? And what if there's no food for them to eat? And I did kind of like Andre's response because I do, I agree with him here where it's like, you're in another country. You eat I the food. Like you can't have American standards all over the world. You have to just say, I'm I'm here and I'm gonna embrace And it's like something that culture. their family should be excited to like try, try things new from his things. culture. It's one like night. Get I don't over think it. that it's that big of a Andre was like, your family wants fried chicken. There's a McDonald's right down the road. They they can go to <laughs> after like, a wedding you reception. Eat fried chicken at a wedding. I'm like, Lindsay and I both look at each other like, I would. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have. I like, wouldn't be mad about it. <laughs> I, listen, you could serve me like bone in wings, and I will sit there like eating chicken tenders <laughs> yeah, all day. Don't chicken tenders and ranch. Have, I'm gonna eat that. Have a vat <laughs> of ranch, like like a. <laughs> What are the chocolate fountains? The fountains only with of ranch. ranch. <laughs> oh my god, that would be like, and just have pizza. You can go up your pizza or your different chicken tenders. Chicken tenders. <laughs> I'm having that at my wedding, <laughs> and now it's a thing. So I'm not to experience it. So <laughs> I'm excited so about that. that. <laughs> so then they go to another venue, and it's way more upscale, way more Libby's like yeah. bougie kind of place and she seems really happy with it they get to try the food and so it seems like that's where they're gonna have her wedding but she, even there they had 
like not Americanized food and she wasn't as upset about it. No. So she wasn't. So she, but she also got to taste it and be like, oh, well, my family would like this. But I guess they did say that they were going to have like some things there that they would be able to eat. But it's like if I was going to a different country for my cousin, I wouldn't or be whatever, expecting what I, American I would be, food. Exactly. I would I would be so stoked to try whatever food they're oh, going to yeah. give me. Absolutely. I, I would I, be all about in it. In my purse would be like to-go containers <laughs> that I would be like walking around scraping other people's stuff. Like, <laughs> no shame. I'm going to take some of those. Some of, some of you those. eat that? Right, <laughs> You're not going to eat that? Okay, You're great. Okay. <laughs> totally. Like, why not? You, you live once go don't be the typical american just embrace the culture go eat the food at our cousin's wedding i literally stood at like the snack table for like three hours (laughs) (laughs) i was just there the entire time like i don't care that's what it's there for it's there to be eaten and if i don't eat it and it gets thrown away i'm gonna feel bad about it so (laughs) that's my just it's vacation i'm on vacation (laughs) i'm vacation (laughs) Uh, then she goes and gets baptized because she has to get baptized into the Orthodox religion, Christian Orthodox religion in order to get married. And there are all these rules that go along with baptism. And what is she normally? What was she? I don't think she says. I don't think she she says. Um, I don't know. It didn't seem to be a big deal that she was doing this to her. So I assume maybe she's not that religious or. Well, I don't know because she was like my, if my family knew I was doing this, they'd be like, what did you get yourself into? But I, I think that I took it the same way as her just being like, what are you doing? Like, you don't do stuff like that. Or maybe they're, they are religious and she's like, you know. I don't know. Cause she just seemed to be too okay with it. Yeah. I mean, she was, she was surprised about it, but she was. I think just more surprised that this was something additional that they had to do yeah. in that two weeks. She said she didn't even know about it two weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, so, so Andre never told her, Andre. Or Andre. The one thing I, like, don't like about Andre the most is that when Sexism. they're, well, when they're, like, well, yes, but the when they're talking to each other and they have, like, other people there that, like speak his language and then he has to translate to Libby. Oh my god. He like ad libs and it's like stuff not even close to what these people are saying or like it's like set up to fit his narrative. He on, like, translates he completely wrong. So after the baptism, they go out to eat with his brother and sister-in-law. And the sister-in-law was saying in our country, we have a, a saying that the husband is the head and the wife is the neck and the neck can turn the head any way it wants, which is if you ever watch my big fat Greek wedding, they have the same saying. Right. And um, Andre translates it to her that the man is the brain and the brain controls the neck. And I was like, that is completely not what that saying is about. It's about how a woman has control to turn the head, not that the man controls. I don't even, I I was like, you totally, you totally messed up the saying and the phrase. And it was just, it was awkward. They got in this fight about her 
she was supposed to wear a cross the entire day after the baptism because it was just part of the tradition of, of being baptized. And she took it off, not knowing that she was supposed to wear it all day. And Andra was pissed at her about it. And she's like, you never communicated to me that I needed to wear this cross all day. And so it was just, but he was trying to like worm his way out of it. Like it was her fault. It was her fault. It just always seems like, like now I thought that he was controlling before, but now that he's, where are they in Moldova? Moldova, Yeah. Um, now that he's in Moldova, he is like acting completely different, way more like way more like macho, chauvinistic, like chauvinistic. Yeah. yeah, like just being so terrible to her. And I'm like, why are you I would not be like putting up with this. I'd be like, no, I'm not gonna get married again in over here if this is the way that you think I'm gonna be treated and you're gonna get away with that. Yeah. No way. And I get that, but at the same time, he's always been chauvinistic and he's always like but expected this, is like, this level of this one like takes the cake her. though with the entire yeah. situation yeah so. I don't know and she but she she wants to portray herself as like having a backbone and like standing up to him but you really yeah she don't. folds over pretty you quickly fold over right you ask your dad for money whenever Andre tells you to ask him for money I mean it's just I don't know I don't wait. Okay. So also I just want to point this out too, was one of the things I remember very vividly was she, he was like, the reason why I take care of the kids, like, and you work, that's your fault. And I didn't like that. He said that. Cause I was like, wait a minute. Like you won't go get a job. Right. Go get a fucking so, job, dude. At what? He's annoying. He's annoying. He's annoying. She's annoying too. Um, Angela and Michael. Michael. A lot is happening with them. Like a lot. I feel like she's she's going through a lot. And so like when they're okay, they go. Do you want to like just explain where we are with them? So Angela's in Nigeria and they go, Michael sets up a meeting to go meet with some expats who are Obviously, if you're an expat now, you're living in Nigeria, and he thinks this is going to be good to potentially get. I don't even know what his intentions were to get Angela to move there. I even think that though, he wants her to come to Nigeria. Yeah, but to you live. know, I, I, he knew. You're right. He knew, he knew, but I think that he this entire time his entire intention was to get her to move there. Really? Yeah. Because I would not have guessed that in the first couple of seasons that I've, I I saw that. Well, I first thought that, but I'm saying like now that like since they've been back, especially since we watched, um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just saying that I feel like there was points where he was kind of like hinting to that. Like, why wouldn't you come here and stuff like that? Especially since, you know, if they want to have babies and stuff, I'm sure that his family wants to be like very involved with that. Well, so he had previously met up with these expats and they were telling him that in America, um, things like racism and segregation still exist. And I think that really like put it to him where he was like, I don't know if I want to go there. Yeah. And I understand that completely. So I think maybe that was his intention was like, all right, well, maybe we can have a life here instead dead in Nigeria so he wants her to talk to 
these expats, but as soon as they get to the bar, the guy that was the friend that was supposed to meeting be meeting up with them was like at the bar getting drinks or something. And he introduced her to three women that were sitting there and she sits down and you could just see her turn like to 10. And she was like, you know what? No. And gets up and she's like, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. And then is like, F you, Michael, and just like storms out. And I think her main issue was obviously she has an issue with him talking to women. He knows this. That's that's not something that this is not new, new information. This is common knowledge. We are aware. We've seen her on his Instagram attacking girls for just saying that, you know, hey, what's up? Or like, you're so cute or anything like that. And now you're bringing her to a bar to meet three women, beautiful women, to tell you that you should be living in Nigeria instead of America when you know she's already opposed to that idea. So it it was, it was like, Michael, what are you doing? You, you know better. You going to piss her off. I know. And then, okay, so she, like, freaks out. She leaves, and she's like, By the way, this scene is hilarious. She's like, shut up, Matt. <laughs> shut up. I'm done with you. I'm done with today. Like, she freaks out. It is so good. Yeah. It's so good. I love, I love watching her freak out just in general so because good. she just has like that perfect voice where it's just like it's the super so smoker, like husky. Yeah. And she's just like, Michael, <laughs> I'm not putting up with this, Michael. <laughs> and then, so at one point she turns to him and she goes just like, I am not a stupid woman. If I was a stupid woman, you shouldn't marry me because nobody wants to marry a stupid bitch. And I was like, <laughs> I need that on a Hallelujah. <laughs> need that on a coffee cup yeah I need that for sure like some throw pillows <laughs> no one wants to marry a stupid bitch true <laughs> it was so I loved funny it. it was so good so right after this fight her daughter calls and says that her mom's health is failing she seems to have dementia like she's saying like this all sounds like dementia she's not She's living in her own reality. Yeah, she's living in her own reality. Her health is starting to decline. And then Angela kind of like puts it all aside and is like, you know what? I'm too stressed out. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I can't believe like when I left, my mom was fine. And now I'm getting this call saying that my mom's health is failing. So I feel bad for her. I definitely feel bad for her. I understand that what she's going through is extremely hard. Yeah. Um, a little bit on a, on a lighter note though, as soon as she says that to him, when he's just like, Oh, you know, it'll be all right. She's like, no, my mom is like really sick. And then he's, she's like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't want to talk about me and you and everything that happened today and you making me come there to meet some girls. <laughs> so she got like a, a little last minute jab in there before I guess they, you know, decided that they still want to get married. And everything's going to work out. Yeah. So not that we didn't see that coming. Uh, Colt and Larissa. Larissa's back with her ex. Cool. Boring. She goes to see her lawyer and he's like. Stay out of trouble. Yeah. Don't get in trouble anymore. She admits that she's with the dude again. Uh Uh-huh. And Eric. Eric. And they're 
that's it. Like it basically is like, oh, okay, I'm I'm not gonna tell you what you can and cannot do, but don't get in trouble. The only interesting thing with her is when she told her roommate Carmen that she was back with the ex, and I guess Carmen hates, hates Eric. Him. And yeah. Carmen was like, you need to have some dignity. You don't need a man right now. You're going through too much stuff. You're, you could be deported if you get in any kind of trouble. I don't understand your need to be with a man right now. And she's like, if you are going to continue seeing him, you need to get out by Sunday. Yep. And the, I don't blame her though. I don't either. And Larissa, Larissa was like, well, everybody wants a man they want like companionship and I understand that she feels alone and she does want companionship but stop choosing the men that you're choosing right I don't think Carmen has a problem with you like dating somebody I think it's the men that you're choosing right to date you're getting back with this guy who you've already had problems with so maybe choose somebody else this time maybe broaden your horizons you're a beautiful woman you don't have to go back to your ex so, right. And that's the thing is that she is fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a million guys would love to take and her out. And she's hilarious. She is. But, you know, I guess the one thing she said in the last episode, <laughs> that's like perfect. She's like, and guess what? I got arrested. That seems to just like sum up her life <laughs> in a nutshell is guess what? I got arrested three times. Oh my gosh. Um, And then Cole. Oh, oh Cole. Cole is so gross. Okay, so he's nasty. Cole and Jessica, the girl that he's seeing in Brazil, go out to dinner and they're talking about Debbie and the fact that Debbie's in Brazil with him and how Debbie's just like protective and she's like, Jessica calls him a man baby. He's like, <laughs> Well, that's not fair. How do you think that makes me feel? And she's like, okay, well, you brought your mother along. So what am I supposed to think? And he's like, she's just overprotective because, you know, my dad died and and I have this history with my ex. And then we find out Larissa's mom ha- had also died. So they have that in common where they've both lost a parent. And so they kind of came to common grounds on, yeah, you do, you, it's like after one parent passes away, it's your job to take care of that other parent right? and you do anything. For and them. I, and I do understand that for a cult and I do, you know, feel bad for him about it, but maybe think about the fact that the reason Debbie freaked out and you had a bad first impression was because you immediately started talking about ha- having sex with her son. I mean, that was just not appropriate. That's weird. I, I don't know anybody that would think of that's imagination. Okay. That's so weird. It was gross. Like, maybe that's why she freaked out and didn't want to talk to you. I don't know. Well, then Debbie, like, ends up talking to Colt, Colt, and Colt's like, you should go and try and get to know her. Because Debbie's like, I don't know her. I only met her for a few minutes, and I was tired, and we had traveled, and, you know, she seems pretty good spirits the next day. Um, and Colt's like, you should go take a walk with her, get to know her. So Debbie and Joss sit down together and Debbie's like, I was really tired and I'm sorry that we got off on the wrong foot and all that stuff. And Joss is like, okay, well you came in and started acting all crazy. And it's like, this woman's trying to apologize to you. Take it for what it is. Let her apologize and just be like, okay, cool. Let's start over. And maybe see the error in your own ways. Right. I feel like that's part of Colt's. That's Colt's fault. Colt should have been like, Hey, why don't we cool it? 
on the PDA and talking about sex in front of my mom. Right. Because that's what's I don't know anyone that would be like okay with that. Would her parents want him to be like, oh, I can't wait to go bone your daughter later? Like, Ew. no. Ew. Nobody wants to hear that. Keep that shit to yourself. So dude. wrong. So gross. Anyway, so I'm excited to see about next episode, though, because apparently Debbie and Cole are going to go meet her family. And, and the preview looks pretty good. Looks it's like, like <laughs> looks like <laughs> it's a perfect way. trash TV. <laughs> Um, do we have anyone else from no, we don't. Okay, so before the 90 day. Um oh, wait, no, it's the other way. Oh yeah, before yeah, the other way. Sorry. The other way. 90 day, the other way. Um, Ji Hoon and Devin. We do not see Devin at all this episode, but Ji Hoon has a conversation with his mom, uh, expressing remorse for how he has been living and spending money. And feeling bad about lying to Devin. And his mom just makes excuse after excuse. And so we know why he is the way he is. 1,000%. His mom is like, oh, well, all, all young men are like that in South Korea. And I was like, according to Ji Hoon's friends, that's not true. Not yeah. all, not all young. They're men all in saying South that they're Korea. embarrassed to be right. Like that's what people think of them because right. of him. So I was like, "That's not true." And then she's like, "All men tell lies, little white lies, even it's, your father." It's not malicious, but I was like, "This wasn't a little white lie. You told her that you had money saved up, so she moved across the world." To come live here, to find out that you're broke, to find out that you haven't been doing anything. That's not a white lie. That's a lie. That's a <laughs> huge lie. That's deception on a whole nother level. Yeah. And then June and June, I think, understands this more than his mom does because June was like, she thinks that I don't love her because of this or that I'm not in love with her because of this. And I was like, yeah absolutely right because if you love somebody you don't do that she picked up her life and brought two children, children with her right to korea but that's not just under like something the, that you do like just un, for fun under the pretense that he was going to be able to like provide for them and he can't so yeah she has every right to be pissed off and it's not just a little white lie it's a big deal but his mom just keeps like brushing it off and then he starts crying and she gets she's like stop crying and she's like men aren't supposed men to aren't cry. supposed to cry you're soft he's soft and I was just like whoa wow that's intense way to have From some your mother passion oh my gosh she's like well you have plenty of time to fix it's not like you're 70 years old yeah but he's 30 with two kids and yeah, he should be feeling remorse for what he did. So allow him to feel some remorse and and recognize, hey, it's good you feel bad. Now turn it around. I think that it was actually really nice to have an episode where we see Jihoon kind of taking something seriously finally. I know, and right? Like he doesn't take because no, everything's seriously. a joke and everything is like I get that he's like fun loving and he's really funny and everything that's great, but it was actually really nice to see him kind of like understand the situation and see like seem kind of like more fragile for once. You right. Know? Right. But but at the same time, 
I'm like, you got yourself in this mess. You get yourself out. And if you love this girl, then you're going to fucking do something. to do. I just don't know how he's going to be able to get himself out because it sounds, I mean, a $30,000 debt is huge. His parents are help paying it off. He has promised to pay his parents back. How are you saving? What is the timeline for you paying them back? I don't know. And you're not working full time and you, you've admitted yourself that you don't have any skill set. I mean, he said that I don't have, he's only paid off so much of it. He hasn't paid off all of it. So how long I want to know the specifics of like how much he owes and how he's going about paying it. Like, do they garnish his checks? Is it something that he has to pay by like specific deadlines and increments? Like, I would like to know. I know. I know his mom is managing his money. Yeah. But, and she's like, well, you said you would pay us back because he's embarrassed about borrowing the money from them. But she's like, oh, you said you would pay your, pay us back. And it's like, girl, you know that he's not going to pay you back. He can't even pay for himself right now. And now he has a child. He has two kids now. And he admitted to blowing the money on drinking, like drinking and, going and hanging out. out with his friends. So you knew what you were doing. You had money. You didn't put it aside. That's your own damn. I just don't understand what he's going to do. I don't understand what, like, what's your plan, dude? What's your plan? Oh, hi, Kathy. Can we get like up just a little bit of like a, you know, what's your one month plan? Like, I don't even know. What are you going to try and do? I don't even know. They got to be making some money from the show, but I don't know. Yeah, they have to be. All right. Summit and Jenny. So. Jenny still wants to see divorce papers. So they go to see um, Samit's lawyer. And he's like, well, we don't have, like, papers to show you. Right. And he's like, a divorce in India takes normally two to five years. We don't have, we don't have any Sometimes longer. Show you. And Jenny's like, I don't understand because... When you're in the United States, anytime you go to court for anything, you get a receipt, you get a record, you get something, copies of something that shows that you have done these things. So she's not understanding why it's not the same in India. I don't know. Did you get anything more from that? Or no, like, I why mean, it's like they, that? well, no, they basically said that that's, it's their rights for, to have that privacy. And then she was like, not even for his own records. And they were like, he's like, so I don't have proof of anything. And he was like, oh, we'll pri- provide that for you. And she was like, that's all, okay, that's asking. all we wanted. Like, we weren't asking you to like make a fucking statement in the newspaper. Yeah. It. Like, I just want to know. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. Just give me the papers so I can see. Right. I just want to make sure that this is something that's been filed and the process has started. I I don't think that's right. That's not a crazy request. And I think that she's totally within her rights to like want to know. Absolutely. Because he's lying. A paper trail. Exactly. About not once, but twice. Yeah. He lied about who he was first. He catfished her. And then he lied about being fucking married, which is <laughs> A pretty big lie, dude. Like, come on. We oh wait, we also learned that Jenny took his virginity. Oh, that's true. We did learn that. <laughs> that that's a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot to take in. That was a lot. But do you wonder, like, if he was married though, he didn't ever like consummate consummate his marriage? Wouldn't she be like complaining about that? It wasn't like he was married for like a week. He was married for a long time. Yeah. 
I don't know. So I feel like that might be a lie. I I don't know because they met prior to the marriage. Oh yeah, they did. Okay. She did go out there once before that. So before he got married, she had sex with him, and then he got married. he got married, and then. But was he consummating? I don't know. <sighs> oh, These are questions. That yeah, I would we have need to if know. I was, if, somebody... I was, if I was Jenny, I would. I would want to know that for sure, one hundred percent. You would have to know that. Yeah, I would want to know. Heck yeah, you would. You would need to know. Was it just like your family arranging this marriage, or did you guys have like an intimate? Connection? I actually think that the family did arrange the marriage. They did. No, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like, was it only that, and you were like, or like, did they form a connection to it, or did okay, they form like, like, yeah an intimate connection and they tried it out like was he trying to make the marriage work or was he like pretty complacent during the entire thing and then eventually was like no I still want to be with this other woman right that's a good question I'm curious I'm gonna have to like search some forums I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine trusting him after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just, Jenny has a really big heart, but I really think that there is like a huge soulmate connection. there. And considering how much they push, like having children, I'm like curious. Yes. And like, but he seems to be okay. Like, yeah, he doesn't have any kids knowing that he's not going to have children. Hmm. I, don't but know, I know, but it's like weird that they weren't pushing for his wife and him to have right. kids. So you would think that they would already have one by now right. just because they would have so much pressure. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know. So then they go and meet up with his friends and they're supposed to be meeting up with two of Samit's friends and, and their wives. And the wives decide that they're not showing up. One says that she just doesn't agree with the marriage. And the other one says she's sick. And the producer asked Jenny, do you think that she's really sick? And Jenny was like, no, no, I think that she just doesn't want to meet me. And she was like, and that's fine. We don't need people in our lives who don't support this marriage. And so good on Jenny for understanding that. But at the same time, I just feel there are bigger, bigger cultural things at play in India that are going to prevent this relationship from happening than there would be here in America. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And 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 that his friends even said that Samit's being childish because in India you do as your parents tell you to do and end of story. Right. And Samit is not doing that. He's following his heart. He's doing what he wants to do. He's being with this woman and his friends look at him like he's childish. I just don't ever see his parents coming around. No and, way. And I accepting sure. and embracing the marriage. I mean, didn't they say that Jenny's actually older than Samit's mother? Yes. He, yeah, she is. So I think there's just a long road ahead. And again, I don't understand if Samit is okay with potentially... Um, being disowned by his family, why don't you just go to the States? Yeah. Why, why not? Why don't you just make it easier? I wonder like, if, if there's something that's stopping him from going to the States. Maybe. Potentially. I don't know. It could be like a Jihoon thing where he has like a debt or something. I mean, 
well, we know he owes money for the divorce. Right. So maybe that's preventing Another him. $10,000. But then again, it's like, okay, well then make plans for after that. Right. And be like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to try to this set, And then we're going to go. And we're going to go. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Armando and Sweet Kenneth. So they finally meet. I love them. And it's super cute. And they embrace each other. And it's so sweet. And I love it. And um, Armando cooks dinner for Kenny in their, in their new apartment. And it's super sweet. Um, but Kenny is already bitching about stuff. He's apparently he's like a super germaphobe. Yeah. Well, okay. But the first thing was with the apartment, he was like, yeah, we picked out this apartment together online, but I'm noticing there's no heat. There's no central air. And Laura and I were talking, we're like, what's the first thing you look for when you're looking for a house? Does it have AC? Does it have heat? I mean, obviously Michigan, obviously you have, yeah, but like, does it have AC? Does it have heat? Why didn't you notice these things when you were looking for an apartment? And if it wasn't listed, why didn't you call the landlord? And ask. And ask. And right. I'm like, this sounds like. It's actually like a pretty decent looking apartment. It looks great. It's like the, then what, why didn't you. I don't understand, like, why that wouldn't be something you would look for. Right. Especially in Mexico. Right. Like. Right. I'd be like, let me make sure I have some amenities that I'm used to. Right. I don't know. That was weird. So they go out the next day and they're walking around the new town. And remember, this is a new town for Armando, too, because Armando, this is four hours away from where he grew up. So this is a new this is a new town for him, too. So they decide to go out and look around and. The first thing they walk up on like this candy cart and this guy like <laughs> serving candy and Kenny's like, that candy's got road dust on it. I'm not eating it. It's got road dust. And Armando's like, <sighs> just eat the candy. I grew up eating this kind of candy my entire life. It's fine. Eat the candy. And then we find out that Kenneth is a huge germaphobe. And he tries a candy that he says looks like a blood clot, <laughs> which is like the grossest way to describe that ever. Like, no, it's so gross. Uh, but it was like a plum. Yeah. Like a like dried plum. plum in like um, a sauce, like Something a spicy, spicy sauce. I don't know. It was really funny, though. Kim calling it. It a sounded blood good clot. to me, to be completely honest. It did honest. sound good. I thought I would be into that candy. Yep. But um. So then they're walking around town and Armando has to explain to Kenny about pesos and like the exchange rate between a dollar and pesos and Kenny doesn't really get it. And then they go to this restaurant and Kenny does first he sees a woman like rolling out dough with her bare hands and he's like, she doesn't have gloves on. And Armando's like, duh. And then he's like, what kind of food do they serve here? And Armando's like, Mexican. Mexican. <laughs> it was so and funny. the stranger next to them is like, what do you do mean? You, what kind of food did, did you, you think it was Italian? Italian? Like, he's like, well, no, but I just didn't know what kind he was serving, I mean, which I get. I get too, because it sounds stupid. But when you're in another country, I was telling Lauren, when I was in Italy, 
it wasn't just Italian that was served. They had Chinese restaurants. They had Irish pubs. They had Mexican restaurant. I ate at a Mexican restaurant in Italy. Uh, so it's not a stupid thing to be like, well, what kind of food is here? And plus, there's so many different variations. Right. Of and those like little Mexican stands, food. it's like some of them are like, we only make tacos. Right. Or we only make, you know, enchiladas or we only make this. Right, right, right. So it's so not completely It wasn't stupid. a completely stupid thing, but it was kind of funny though. But, and then, um, so the waitress comes over to ask them what they want. And you quickly see that Kenneth knows zero Spanish. And he's like, well, what am I going to do if you are sick one day and you can't cook and we don't have any food in the house and I have to go out and try to fend for myself. And Armando's like, you're going to have to learn. Figure like, it out. I don't know what to tell you, dude. You've been in a relationship with me for three years. You knew you were moving here. Why didn't you buy Rosetta Stone? Yeah. Why didn't you get some? There's apps. Duolingo. There's like apps. Why didn't you do something to try to learn some of like basic language? Like where's the bathroom or You know, how to order water, how to order basic food items. I mean, it just seems that really shocked me about Kenny because Kenny is so, he seems so open-minded and so cool and you know what I mean? And then, and then we find out he doesn't even know like basic basic things and he seems like kind of unwilling to change oh yeah he's like super set in his way yeah like oh you know he was talking about the stop signs when he was driving he's like they have their stop signs like over here over there in the trees hidden <laughs> yeah. like all this stuff and it's like you're just gonna have to get used to that Sorry, you have to like adjust country. to that i don't yeah. know what you were expecting why didn't you, I always say this though, why didn't you do some research about the country? Why didn't you, you knew you had guys had this apartment set up and you knew where you were going to be. Why didn't you do research about the town? Like the surrounding market? Right. Why? I don't know. It's just, it boggles my mind because I'm such a planner. When I was going to Italy, I research the crap out of everything I mean you just so I kind of knew a little yeah, bit you know what I, you're getting into right and, and I'm like, not saying I was like fluent but I knew how to like say ask where the bathroom is or you know what I'm saying like you know these you find out these basic things and it just it always boggles my mind when an American goes to another country and they've done zero to find out about that country. It's not that hard to just do a little bit of research. I mean, Google it. You can even be like, Hey, I'm going to be moving there. Can you like start teaching me some phrases I might need to know? Like why weren't they talking about that? Why wasn't like Armando helping him do that? Like, it's weird. You have like Google, figure out what's around you, be like, oh yeah, we live within this much space between a fucking right. whatever. And you should have also known that, you know, Armando's not always gonna be there to hold your hand and translate for you, you know? Right. And it's unfair to think that he would be. You need to build up your own independence while you're there. And it just, that, that just boggled my mind I just couldn't believe that he was that type of person because I would have never guessed 
No, that me he would show up and be like bitching about the everything. dummy American. <laughs> you know, I know. I'm like, you just like packed up your like geriatric chihuahua <laughs> with his tongue, and, yeah, sticking out, <laughs> super cloudy, permanently, eyes, and then like you know brought it to another place. Uh, Didn't do any research, but there's the nearest vet, <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe you should figure that out. I don't know, but that I actually enjoyed watching them so much. Like I wanted so much more of that. I know. I was super stoked about their whole storyline. I loved it. Um, okay. Tim and May Lisa. So there's not really much about they don't really focus on this. Tim, I don't even think we don't even see Tim at we all this episode. Tim. But we meet May Lisa for the first time. Yes. And that was interesting. She seems super cool. She, She's beautiful. She's uh she works for a marketing firm yeah. in Colombia. And uh basically it was what we learned was that she had told her mom about Tim cheating on her, and that her mom is like not having it. Like she's she said that she didn't want them to be together. I think it's gonna be long term super hard for Tim to win over the mom and then she didn't tell her dad about it so her dad's like pumped that Tim's coming there but doesn't know about about anything that that happened so so stupid that's gonna be a very interesting storyline we'll see but yeah I don't think mama's having any of it um Ari and Binyam we didn't see this week. And then the last, save the best for last, Yasin and Brittany. Uh, it's such a shit show. I love it. So bad. So last time we saw them, she met his parents for the second time. Mm-hmm. And they had gotten into a fight because of her wanting to wait for her parents to be there or for her father to be able to be there for her wedding. The wedding. Yeah. And the parents were very upset about that. And they want them to get married like within a week or two. So. We were left off there. We come over to this week's episode where she is just like in the middle of her meltdown. I'm sorry I wasn't born in Jordan. I'm sorry I'm not good enough for Yazin. I'm sorry that I don't understand like the language. The language. Yeah. I'm sorry that I'm not part of Islam. Like, you know, so they're freaking out and she runs out to the car and she's like, I just want to leave. I just want to leave. So they leave. And they're driving and she's like having this breakdown. She's having a a full on she's like screaming like I should have never come here and I was so stupid to even have thought to be here yeah it was just like crazy and then Yasin's just like it's gonna be all right like it's gonna be okay we're gonna figure it out not before him being like you disrespected me in front of my parents and they think that you don't care about me it's like a game he's playing with it's like he's gaslighting her totally where he's like like you need to be this way, but then all of a sudden he switches and he's like, "We need to be stronger." But we have to. Yeah, I love you. To, I love and you. It's gonna work and out. You're my baby and like all this stuff, it's gross. It's weird. There's something creepy about him. I just don't know. I think I don't know. I don't know. I'm very interested to see where this story I goes because I just don't get good vibes from him. I don't obviously he still doesn't know that she's married but in every scene that's exactly what I say I'm like okay now tell him that you're married right like, I like, really want to see I'm that like, explosion he's, they're blowing up over this 
He does bring her back to an apartment that is, it's pretty nice. And he has like a nice trail of rose petals. It's going to be their apartment once they're married. Um, but he sets it up like romantically. But girl, they can't get married. She's married. Like, what is she doing? I don't understand. I don't like, understand she either. thought that interaction was bad with his parents. Just the next wait. one is going to be even fucking worse. I think like, she's just hoping like that paperwork's going to come through before she has to tell him. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know if that's even possible. I don't. I have no. Did the lawyer say like six months? Six months or something at least. Like that? Yeah, they have to like agree on everything. And oh my gosh, I was just like, I can't believe that that's even what she dealing with i i would be kind of like concerned Scared about my safety that i'm gonna die point. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i would too i would be very concerned about that so i don't know like i'm interested to see what happens with them she obviously hasn't dropped that bombshell i'm sure it's not going to be very good at all and so he sets up this apartment like super romantic and like rose petals and like a rose petal heart on the bed and all this and she's like so you're gonna stay with me tonight and he's like no I can't I'm leaving I'm leaving and he can't stay with her until they're married and I'm like okay six more months of this but you're not getting married girl you're right you gotta show those papers girl like what are you thinking what are you thinking I don't even know it's such a it's shit show. so bad it's so I'm just bad. like why wouldn't you like get that out of the way before you go there I would not want to tell someone that in person Hell I'd be like no. oh just so you know <laughs> yeah, like, oh you start yelling at me I'd just be like click, click. yeah like sorry I I'm want a couple oceans that. in between us <laughs> yeah before I, I tell you to know about and that. your family this information I just don't understand like what her mo is and that's the part of me that's like, is she doing this strictly to be on TV? I know because she does have like a rap career, yeah. and like her big Instagram and all that stuff. And it's like, I thought the same thing. I'm like, does she really want that? Or is she like, this is my fiance, especially since she was like, we got engaged within like only a couple of months of them talking. Right. So I was like, she probably saw her opportunity for 90 day fiance took it is running with it she's coming back and she's gonna be just creating as much drama as she can exactly and is gonna come back and her instagram is gonna be blowing up because now everybody knows who she is because she was on one of i'm guilty i looked up her instagram the highest rated tv shows on tv right now by the way which is crazy it Um, makes sense though because it's juicy for real y'all need to watch it it's so good it's so good so, I mean, that pretty much wraps it up. I cannot wait for next week. This week just seemed slow. It was slow, and I felt like they built up for things that didn't actually come to a head. Happen, right? Like, they were like, oh, next week we're going to show you this thing. And then as soon as you watch it, you're like, oh, it's still building up to that. So next week, I'm hoping they actually get to that point. I that wonder pivotal. if TLC decided to drag some of this out because, because of, of COVID. Her, yeah because of COVID and so maybe they're just that like putting in some lost footage they're like here we and, go let's yeah. like make something that was two episodes yeah. into six episodes I don't know how a TV production works at all <laughs> but I'm just no guessing that. that like because you're gonna have to come I mean because what are you gonna do after this yeah. What are you going to do when there's no couples to film? Exactly. They're going to have to, like, start trying to, like, release, like, lost footage or, like, something right. like that something to try and fill in. 
And I'm not watching that. So, I mean, I'll watch it, but I'm probably not going to be like well, super dedicated as to it. long as whatever state they're in allows like small social gatherings, then they could potentially be filming couples in America. Yeah, that's true. So we'll see. It really depends on where they're at and what what they expect. Did from you them. see the Darcy Stacey? No, I didn't. So Darcy, love Darcy. Darcy and her twin sister Stacy are having their own spinoff show starting in August. I'm really excited. I'm so excited. They are so dressed. What's it called? Do you know? I don't even remember. Oh my god, probably we're gonna Darcy post it. It's probably yeah, like Darcy and Stacy, like so sisters funny. in love or something. <laughs> sisters with bad wigs, married together, like twi- <laughs> twinsy weddings. You know. <laughs> The other thing is, is Love After Lockup is starting. I know. I'm really excited for that. I can't wait. Yeah. We'll be talking about that for sure. So you guys have to watch for that too. Um. So yeah, this week, definitely watch 90 Day. Obviously, we'll be covering 90 Day again. And then next week, I think we should probably touch on Love After Lockup. Yeah. So if you haven't seen, watch the first episode of Love After Lockup. It's on Wii. Yeah. Wii TV. Um, so check that out. It is, you guys, it's, it's juicy. It's Jerry Springer <laughs> with a good plot line. It's so true. It's, it's so like good. It's so good. It's, it's unbelievable. When you're watching it, you're like, people like this don't this exist. This doesn't happen. People like this it do does. not exist. It sure does. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy crazy but also um we're gonna be continuing watching um i'll be gone in the dark which is on hbo when that's finished i think we should dedicate an episode we'll dedicate, an dedicate episode. Episode. so follow up on that if you need something to binge watch start binging that watch love after lockup and then continually watch 90 day because we'll forever ne- we'll never give up 90 no day. it's just 90 day is in my blood <laughs> i am 90 day we love you guys for checking us out. Check us out on Facebook and stuff. Do all the socials. And, you know, we'll see you next week with more of that trending TV trash. Cheers. 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 Bye. Bye.